0: This, 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 this is, is mythical. Biblical. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we have L and Blair Fowler beauty and fashion vloggers and real life sisters. Their main YouTube channels are All That Glitters 21 and Juicy Star 07, both started in 2008. They've got a combined subscriber base of over 3 million and over 400 million views. And I gotta say, I think that these sisters are very, very much responsible for pioneering the style vertical on YouTube that attracts so many advertisers today.
1: Yeah, their makeup tutorials and clothing hauls among other related videos, keep viewers coming back weekly, but the girls have expanded their online personas to create their own makeup line, Skylark, and handbag line with online retailer Just Fab. They were featured on Teen Vogue, seventeen, Marie Claire, Marie Claire. I don't, you know, I'm speaking out of school here. I go with na- Marie,
0: but I don't Marie Claire, really
1: know. Glam. I know Glamour. That's a magazine, as well as New York Times and Wall Street Journal. I mean, that's that's kind of thing. I'm speaking a little out of school here. So I was excited to get the backstory and to understand what makes them
0: tick. You know, they're they're pioneers. They're help, helping shape a medium. Well, because this is a this is a this is a huge deal. I remember the first time I saw. A- Makeup tutorial video. I didn't actually watch it perfect, uh, personally, perfectly personally, but perfectly, I, I saw your the, makeup wasn't perfect afterwards. No, was a, I saw a thumbnail for it. And I was like, mm, "That's weird." And it was probably one of the it was probably either Blair or Elle. I don't remember. And then I started seeing more and more. And just to give you some perspective, if you watch YouTube videos on a regular basis, you already know that this is a huge slice of the audience. This is a huge slice of YouTube and online video in general uh, is the beauty and fashion. Uh, videos. But this is such a big thing that there are people like the Fowler Sisters, like Michelle Fon, who have built empires around these videos that started as girls in their bedroom telling you how to put on makeup.
1: Yeah. And as a listener, you may not be into this type of content, style hauls, makeup, fashion, and the like. I mean, but it's still a great listen because as I said, I feel like I really gained insight into two of the people who are shaping an entire world of content. Mm-hmm. It's it's truly a phenomenon, and it's something to be reckoned with.
0: Right. We talked to them about dealing with online hate. Did it, do they get an unusual amount because of what they do? Uh, we talked about their relationships, you know, the struggle of being online for so long and being out there in the public eye, keeping those relationships private, and then what happens if they become very public? And plus their relationship with each other. I mean,
1: uh, there's gotta be competition there. What are the the similarities between the two of them, the differences? You know, it was fun to explore that, as well as answering critics who say that their content is too
0: superficial. Mm -hmm. Should they be doing more? Is there a sense of responsibility there? we get into all that and more. Here it is, our Ear Biscuit with the Fowler Sisters.
1: Rhett and I, we do wear makeup quite, in, in quite some of bit. our videos. Quite a bit. Well, I wasn't gonna say quite a bit. I was gonna say, like, if sometimes if we have to. I'm gonna be Like truthful. if I have a shaving accident and then we're shooting a GMM,
0: I'm like... The makeup has to happen. Oh, I don't. I'm going to come right out and tell you. I wear makeup on every episode of Good Mythical Morning. You see how greasy my forehead and nose is. Well, you don't have to tell me. I was just going to cover for you. I mean, <laughs> you no, know, I cover myself with makeup every so, time we get ready to film. But I don't really know what I'm doing.
1: So at this point, this it is it's when you can say, "Guys, it's okay to wear makeup."
2: Well, you know, it's totally fine if you'd like to wear makeup, but. I I can say that I have been around a lot of guys on YouTube that like to film wearing makeup. Yeah. And what do you, what do you, what
1: do you, oh, well,
2: no, I don't. What do
1: you think of that? And tell me the story that you're saying you now don't have.
2: No, I, I think it's totally fine. I think, especially if you can joke about it, but then if someone comments and is like, wow, you look like you're wearing makeup and you get all defensive and you're like, right, oh my gosh, I would never do that. All that. I just sit there and I'm just like, oh, you wouldn't. So you- Why wouldn't you wear makeup on camera, though? Like, I think I it's know. completely normal for guys to wear it on camera. Uh, now, in your everyday life, that's up to you. I don't do that. You get to make your own decisions. I don't
0: wear makeup in my everyday life. I'm- you
2: don't look very shiny, Hashtag so i
0: He doesn't look shiny because he's wearing makeup. That's
2: what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Oh. No, you
0: know, I mean... I don't know. Maybe I washed my face this afternoon or something.
1: Now I will say I washed my face ten minutes ago. Okay, sorry, you go. You did. Yeah, I did.
2: You washed your face for us. I
0: washed my face for you. <laughs> you got you, to felt- you understand something about Link, though. I, I want to say you should you can you can be flattered and you should be flattered, but Link will wash his face. Like, sometimes I'll be like, where is he? And then I'm like, oh, he's in, his, in the bathroom washing his face. I think he's addicted to it. And that's kind and of... And tell him it's not good for his face to wash overwash his face. Y'all know this, it story, right? His face
2: looks good, though. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should wash ours more. Yeah, I probably should.
1: I, <laughs> but I I mean, you apply makeup. Yeah, okay. I wear some makeup in Good Mythical Morning if I'm like real shiny. But if? sometimes I'll... Okay, every time. <laughs> but i will just also, a little bit though i want just to be a little bit. just a little bit just a little bit it's not yeah. like well it's not like eyeliner just no. the, we love we eyeliner. don't wear lipstick you and look eyeliner like pirates <laughs> yeah we could just that's turn it a into look. a pirate show
2: yeah that's a good look cuz it is um, a mythical Morning.
0: It did. It, it is.
2: Pirates aren't mythical, El. They're real. <laughs> that would be like, yeah. I'd be like, if you were like, we're going to turn you into a unicorn, that would make sense. Well, those types of
0: pirates morning. are a little bit. I mean, yeah. eye, eyeliner pirates. If you yeah. go to Ethiopia, off the coast of Ethiopia, they're not wearing eyeliner. No,
2: I mean, like Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Um, in my dreams, that's what they look like.
0: Tell me about the
1: story of the guy who des- denied wearing makeup now that we've come clean.
2: I think if you. Elle
1: threw you under the bus. She was like, Blair has a story.
2: No, um, I think it's uh, something that.
1: You're not going to say who it was, is that? No.
2: But you could probably, I mean, if I gave you three guesses and the first two didn't count, you'd still probably be able
1: to get it. So I get three guesses? This but, is dangerous. You, yeah. Usually, usually, it doesn't. We don't put somebody this on the spot until later yeah, on in the year. So we'll let you off the hook. We'll come back to that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in in all seriousness, I'm not ashamed of the fact that yeah, we wear powder. I mean, I don't wear as much as a as an anchor, like a news anchor. But this is our this is how <laughs> we're thinking of an anchor <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, because we were talking about pirates. This is <laughs> yeah, our yes. this is this is our effort to try to connect with your content because you know it's oh. it's.
0: Because you talk about well, makeup. Well, we do
2: a lot more than just makeup.
0: Oh, really? Like fashion. <laughs> I know yeah. you do. I'm not being facetious. I know you do.
2: I do book reviews sometimes. I do cooking videos sometimes. I make videos on my cat sometimes. I make videos on my dog sometimes.
0: This world is expanding very quickly. Yep. But you I don't do, have I any, do home
2: decor videos sometimes.
0: But if you have
1: makeup advice for us, you feel free to give it at any point. I well, mean,
2: what type of translucent powder? Well, are you using translucent? Yeah. Okay, well that's uh, step one, which is pretty good. It's rice powder. Oh, he's like unique. Yeah. Okay. What do you use, rice powder?
0: I use I use, I use his makeup.
2: Is it? Oh, you guys share. Is is it?
0: Is that, is, that bad? is it loose or pressed? Is it loose or pressed? Loose. It, it's loose. Is what? that? Do you no, use a brush. No, I don't. I, I use some sort of little. It's like a, a pad of kind. Something. Uh, okay. What
2: well,
0: What do you? What is the? Uh? I would.
2: I, Pads are questionable. Yeah. I would use a brush. Yeah, same. But a different brush. You should use a different brush than him. Yeah, because his oil will go onto your face. Mm -hmm. And then you guys Uh, will both be oily. That's
0: Mm -hmm. already happening. Yeah. He gets my oil all the time. That's been happening for three to five years. (laughs) It turns out, I guess.
2: That's why he's addicted to washing his face.
0: I I did notice. Trying to get your oil off my face. I did notice that if we make a video where we hire a makeup artist, you know, like some narrative video where we're in a music video or whatever, and they do other stuff with brushes. But then if we do, we're doing GMM, I'm like, I don't want to just be Mr. Shiny Man. So I'm just like, but I'm patting it down a little bit.
2: How often do you change that pad, though?
0: When the makeup runs out. It comes with the makeup.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, no. that. yeah no. The amount of bacteria that is harvested on that pad is a lot. Well, we like don't,
1: a lot. We, we really? don't harvest it.
2: <laughs> no. We it,
1: leave it on the
0: pad. I, I promise
2: you it's harvesting itself. It, it's harvesting itself.
0: But it's good bacteria, no, right? No, like the kind really that bad. is in yogurt.
2: But, like, their skin is clearer than ours. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, well, what are you doing right? They're using rice paper.
0: Powder. (laughs) We are using rice rice powder. Yeah.
2: Rice paper is a Mac eyeshadow color. Yeah. That's the same color as rice powder.
0: Yeah. So I need to be using a a brush.
2: You need a brush, and you yeah. You need to not use that pad. We should just throw it away.
1: Remember when Julian Smith gave us this really long tutorial on wearing makeup, and he said, "My aunt told me you're supposed to wash your face, moisturize your face thoroughly, and then put rice powder on top of that." And this, that's why you use it. I feel okay. like
2: ants use rice powder. Like our ants do. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know why I use it. I mean, I think I mean, it's, it's just because I just working. went and bought to it. To take the sheen off, man. No, I know that, but I don't know why I chose that. Because I was like, I don't want something with color on it. Because I don't want it to look like I have makeup on. Right. And it seemed like yeah, it was translucent. Yeah. Let, let, can We, we could talk a, about this all night. Yeah, actually, actually, we can't. I've pretty much run out. Okay, all right. Can we instead talk about...
1: Um, I think our other point of connection is the South. Now yes. y'all are from Tennessee, Tennessee, right?
2: We sure are. So
1: whereabouts and where do you live now? We live in LA. Okay. Yeah. Do you live together?
2: We live in the same building, different units. We used it was to a live little, together. It was a little too close to be in the same apartment. We weren't very good roommates. We tried so hard. We just, we didn't make it. Yeah. If we, we were failed. a couple, we would have broken up. Okay. Have, have okay. To have divorce.
1: Explain that. Uh, tell me that conversation. We're
2: just, we're just very different people. As like girly as we both are, we're just incredibly you different. You know what it is? We both are OCD with neatness, but only hmm. with like the way we want to keep things neat. So- we constantly were arguing over like the same type of thing because we wanted to keep things organized differently. And like, we just like that's are very problem. different on so many things. We just, we needed our own space. So we got our own space. And now, and I now love it. we're like best friends again. Yep. Sometimes how, 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 that's the way it works.
1: Yep. How bad did it get?
2: We like screamed at each other. We never screamed at each I other. I screamed at you. Maybe She I screamed, I screamed at me. Yeah, maybe I screamed at you in my mind. So she that's another difference. You're
1: a screamer. I'm not a screamer. Elle is not a screamer. <laughs>
2: Do I ever scream?
1: Have you? Did you? Have scream? you ever hit? Have you ever hit each other? <laughs> no. Okay. But so, what was the fight over that broke the camel's back?
2: Uh, it was probably over that little cabinet in our hallway, in between our bedrooms, that oh, I that wanted cabinet. to turn into a coffee bar, and oh you wanted to gosh, hold our towels there. Oh, that was so. St- Stupid. Why do you need a coffee bar upstairs when there's one downstairs? Can you not walk down <laughs> a flight like of stairs? It's perfect little corner It bread. would make no it sense would have the coffee so upstairs. Cute. We would have had to buy another it coffee maker. It would have been so cute. I do no, think been that, that would be a place little excessive. Hold. It would have been cute. We, d- you know, we needed a place for our coffee mug collection that we both collect, so it's half your problem. Okay, but we had a place in the kitchen cabinet above the coffee maker. Who
0: moved out? Me. Okay. So and does is, that mean you the, were wrong?
2: No, it means I was very right. Well, technically we both moved out because yeah. our lease ended. and But it was her, she's the one that was like, I'm moving. I mean, our sister. lease was ended for a while and we were doing like month to month because yeah. we can't get our stuff together. And,
1: so, but the conversation to let's not continue to live together, was it your idea? You know
2: what, though? I I have to say it kind of the chips fell into our lap to do that because we were kind of discussing getting our own places, but we were also at the same time looking for condos together. Like we were still going to buy a place together. And then we just happened to find a building that had two individual condos within our price budget in the same building. It just kind of happened.
0: But the being in the same... Uh, building that's pretty cool. Yeah,
2: we can still have coffee together every. We morning. have coffee together all the time. I was going to say, how often
0: are you in each other's apartments? Every day.
2: We got our nails done today. Together. Yeah, look at my nails.
0: It's better than ours. I'll tell you yep. that
1: much. Yep. None of them are the same, and they all have a character on them. Yep. Yes. And Mine did you a make cat. a video about
0: this?
2: Not yet. We got I them will. in honor of Teen Choice Awards. See, we have little TCA, TCA bubbles.
0: Were you nominated? Yeah. Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. And when did when did that happen? That was just Sunday. like okay.
2: Well, they're well, this Sunday. They're this Sunday. Oh, the, like, the are they, awards. Yeah. are when this Sunday. We, they they just a few days. We found ago. out, yeah, recently, like last like four weekend, days ago, or maybe.
0: Monday. Yeah. So does the uh, the red carpet now? First of all, for women versus men, I mean, the red carpet is a dudes just wear a suit, right? You know, and for girls, it's like
2: it's a big
0: deal. Everybody's gonna be looking at you. The pressure okay. is on. I mean, this is like heightened expectations. Okay. So how do you meet? those expectations. We
2: take risks yeah. with our, dress our dresses this year. This year they're they're, they're risky. A risk. They're not In quite. What way? They're it's not quite Like it might fall choice. off or no. no. <laughs> I mean maybe mine. Well, yeah, yours might. Yeah. Um no, it's just every red carpet event has a style. They all have like a reputation for the type of dresses like you're going to be. Like the range on the that you should be yeah, in. Exactly. Like the Oscars are everyone's gonna be in a in full gowns. length ball gown. Right. And then the teen choice typically you wear a little short, a shorter, like summary dress. Kind of casual. Billboard Awards you can get away with anything you yeah. want. Yeah. It's a whole range. So we kind of went a little bit outside of what would typically be seen at Teen Choice.
0: Now I will tell you one thing. By the time people are listening to this, it will have happened. So okay? They can, okay. They're Googling right okay. now. So <laughs>
2: Oh, I yeah. would love They're googling to, and judging. And, and, I hope I and, don't have a fashion mistake.
0: And we're not going to tell anybody any details from this. So okay. I would love to know the approach that you're bringing to this. Okay. And how you think so, people responded to it.
2: So we, well, we will pull up your picture so they can see it and help describe. So. Oh wow. We are being dressed by a really awesome designer Michael Costello. So we went into his showroom and tried on a ton of different dresses. And We walked in. We were driving there together, and yeah. we said, we have to, We can do anything we want, but we have to pick short dresses. Like, yeah. you don't see long dresses at Teen Choice. It's a summary event. It's casual, and it's teens. A lot of teens are young and youthful. They don't wear gowns.
0: You're not doing short dresses.
2: Nope.
0: You're doing tight dresses.
2: They are tight. Well, <laughs> we are, we're a little bit known for our bodycon tight dresses. We pretty much always wear tight dresses. So, mine is, like, a hot neon yellow with a really low back and Mm -hmm. an awesome, like, train that then goes into this black fishnet, and it's so cool. And So, that's why my nails are neon yellow. You've got, like,
1: neon yellow, and then Elle's got, like... Hot pink. Hot pink. pink. It's kind of like you got to you got a squint when you look directly at the dress. Is there yeah, glue
0: involved in this?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to have tape on the sides because when I like lean forward, it looks like it's really tight, but it actually this area just kind of and I like can't wear anything under it because it doesn't have a back.
0: What is this glue stuff? We we actually were just talking well, fashion, about this the other day. Double
2: fashion tape. Yeah, fashion yeah. Tape. So it's basically you know like that double sided tape you can buy at the store for like Christmas presents. It's okay. Basically like that. It's but
0: not it's, glue. It's not no. butt no. glue.
2: No, what's butt glue? Butt glue is what it's like a you spray. spray on. Yeah, oh, hairspray. No, it's the, it's a spray they actually have called butt glue oh. for pageants,
0: and it keeps your uh, underwear from yeah. It, it keeps you. It keeps you when you're, during the swimsuit competition part of the yes. pageants, it keeps it from going up a crack.
2: I don't know if you could spray that on dresses though. It might like mess it up. So fashion tape you'd works have, perfectly. You'd
0: have like a. Like a wet spot. Yeah. You don't want a wet spot. No. You know, Ooh. you just Well and
2: I also don't know if it'd be strong enough. No, we need some hardcore fashion yeah, tape. To our hold fashion this on. tape, like, it hurts to peel it off your skin. Like it peels my spray tan off. Because her dress <laughs> her dress has these like little tiny straps that are the only thing holding on her dress. And the way her dress is is that she slips into this the straps with her arms straight. So if she leaned forward, if her leaned, entire dress would just come off leaned, this way. If I like let my shoulders slouch, sense, it literally just like just come falls. off. It's not like a sleeve, like a typical sleeve where it comes from your back.
0: How are you gonna keep track of that? All night? I'm just gonna She's keep
2: my, using fashion tape. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my shoulders back, chest out. You know, fashion tape stuck.
0: Fashion and tape and over. what happens when you?
2: I mean it won't. When
0: you win and you have to go no. up there.
2: Well, we've been nominated for three years and we we've never won. Yet. So. so chances are, you know, who's to say Who, but who chances are you up are against in this category? Um <laughs> Michelle Thon. Bethany Moda. Graveyard Girl. Uh, Miss Glamorazzi. Zoella. Yeah. Okay. So good competition. Amazing yeah. competition. We've never been up against other beauty gurus before it's we've always only been, ever been like random web stars. And they put Rebecca put you... Black beat us the first year. Yes.
1: Really? And but they put really? you two together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We've always been nominated together as a duo, which is great because, because then one of us can't win. <laughs> well neither of us have ever we've never won. So even together. Yeah but maybe but like, if we weren't together one of us would have won. Oh. I didn't say uh, me. I said one of us.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well we'll let you guys work on that later <laughs> when you figure out the coffee bar. So let's go back to Tennessee. <laughs> okay. And continue the thread of being
1: individuals, but then also having lived life together. So how did it all start?
2: Well, we were born in Georgia.
0: Okay. So So was I.
2: Where you? Parts? What part?
0: This is not Macon. about you.
2: No We're way. from Augusta. We're from Augusta. Okay.
0: Yeah, yep. Georgia. Hell yeah. Where are you at, brother? Huh? Not Georgia. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in their story. <laughs> okay. Well, I got to tell them I was born in the same state. Yeah, that's I, you so can't cool. expect me to hold that kind of stuff back, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's so cool. We were born in Georgia. We lived there for until I was in fifth grade. And then we moved to New Orleans for a year. And then we moved to Tennessee. So, we weren't, till, we weren't in Tennessee till I was in middle school. And then we went over to Tennessee, and then Elle went to college. And when she came back, it was between her sophomore and junior year. Sophomore and junior college. year of college, I started YouTube. Tell I was so bored. I was so bored. So I was home from college, and I was bored out of my mind. You know, I had been in college for two years. I was in a sorority. I was living my life, like, thinking my life was just the best thing ever. And then I came back for the summer, and there was just— nothing for me to do all summer so i was like i need a hobby and so i decided naturally to myself putting on makeup and now this was before that that was a cool thing to do i mean this really like wasn't it wasn't really a thing it was summer of 2008 and there weren't you know okay really so other people t- doing t- two yet.
1: years into youtube ish but no one was
2: there were th- a there few were a girls we were girls. not the very first girls but in terms of it being a community you didn't see them it wasn't doing really it. yet okay yeah the beauty community the way it is now wasn't a thing Wasn't existent. Yeah.
1: Why was that what you did? What made you say, I'm going to make this type of video?
2: Well, I've always been in love with beauty and fashion. Our mom is really girly. So mom taught us to wear makeup when we were really young. And she wasn't like a pageant mom. She just was very girly. They actually girly wouldn't me. let me be yeah. in a pageant. I she's she's begged like the my entire... Mom. Mom. From, the like, as young as I can remember until I was, like, 16, I begged them to let me be in pageants, Mm -hmm. and they always said no, and now looking back, I'm fine with it, but at the time, I was very upset. Yeah. Anyway, so they weren't pageant parents, but I wish they had been. (laughs) I wanted them to be. But you were
1: schooled in the ways of makeup from a very young age. Yes.
2: (laughs) Like, on special occasions, she'd put a little blush on us. I was wearing a full face of makeup to school every day by the time I was in sixth grade and curling my hair for school every single morning. I was that girl. Really? I would have hair rollers, like, in my hair every morning when I was, like, 11. Yeah. I look back on that, and I'm like, what kind of 11-year-old was I?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, and what's the answer?
2: The kind that turns into a beauty guru when she grows up. Yeah, the kind that comes home from college and doesn't really have anything to do. And she's like, I'm going to film videos of myself putting on makeup.
1: Were you trying to be somebody or were you just, was it you were just really into it?
2: I, w- I definitely wasn't trying to be somebody. In fact, I didn't know at that point that you could Somebody, I mm-hmm. mean, this was before I was even aware of the YouTube partner, even program. amongst your I friends. No, I mean, like, no. I, no. no, none of our friends, our friends didn't knew about know for a year, for a long time. Yeah, it took us a year to tell them because we, we did it was tell weird because at Maxine the time it was, it was a bit weirder than it is now.
1: Well, I actually, right. I, I, I was asking the question as an 11 year old, I was still back there oh, asking. Oh. When you would put your hair in curlers and invest that amount of time in makeup and curlers, and you're asking yourself, "What kind of 11 year old was I?" Do you have an answer now as to what your motives were then? Was it I'm just really into this as a hobby, or was it you were after the results? She
2: wanted to look pretty for the boys at school. Did you think, want to look pretty I think for that the boys? Actually, at school? was it? Yeah, it was. That's I think why I started wearing makeup. I mean, I didn't really start wearing makeup, but I was also really into it. Yeah, I liked it, and I I didn't resent the process. I mean, I liked getting up early in order to do it. But at the end of the day, it was because I had a crush. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Who, who was this?
2: Yeah, who was it? His name was Josh. And if my friend Teddy is listening to this, <laughs> she's going to die. You know what, though? Can I just say that you my say. first, first crush of life, the, yes. the crush I had in kindergarten, the first boy I ever liked in this world, I'm still friends with. What's his name? His name is Stone, and he's one of my of best friends Of course you still. liked him. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of my best friends still.
0: But what, when you when you Facebook josh
2: you know all of my crushes it's nice except my college crushes because by then they're i mean by the time you're in college you're pretty much an adult you i mean you're you're kind of who you're gonna be yeah but like the crushes i had when i was really small with the exception of stone he's still really cute hi stone he's probably listening but other than him they're all weird every single one of them every single one of them so your
1: judgment was clouded
2: no i think it i think it goes to show that you don't want to peak in middle or high school. <laughs> no, seriously.
0: No, I know what you No, mean. I'm being dead yeah. serious. All the yeah. kids
2: that were, like, so popular and you wanted nothing more than to be, like, their best friend and stuff. Like, have you Slash looked them up? their girlfriend. Yeah. Have you looked them up on Facebook? Like, it's it goes to show it's okay not to be, like, the most popular kid in middle and high school. Because you might be sitting in... Los Angeles doing a podcast and be cool one day.
1: So, you, <laughs> so Blair, you're saying you were not popular. No, Blair
2: was always like so pretty, though. She doesn't I, even know what she's talking about, except when she was two. But then she was really cute. She had a little bowl cut. And I she did. Had no my, teeth. M- for some reason, my mother thought it was a good idea to give me a bowl cut. Like one you where had they, the cutest they bowl put cut. the bowl on your head and shave up to the bowl, like it a legit so boy cute. bowl cut. Maybe it's she got confused. Maybe. Um, Maybe. It's a possibility. I think. I think the little boy up in front of me got it done. And my mom was like, oh, it's so cute. They put a ball on your head. And I was like, I want a ball on my head. And that's probably how it happened.
1: So back to junior year in college or before junior year. Yeah. You come back home. You're still, you still have a love for putting on mm-hmm. the makeup. And so that was your first instinct well, to the type of YouTube video you were going to make.
2: Well, and she also... We live in such a small town. There wasn't a Sephora or anything like that. We had drugstore makeup. That's it. But if you wanted to invest in higher-end makeup, like Chanel or something like that, you had to order it online. But when you would go read the reviews, you never really knew who was reviewing it. It could have been a salesperson for the company. and Mm. I mean, I wasn't thinking that deep. I probably didn't know enough about the process to – think it was a salesperson. I just didn't think there was a really good way to order products online.
1: But your yep. first video
2: was a tutorial. It was so bad. It's not up anymore. It's a yellow oh. eyeshadow tutorial. Who wears yellow on their eyes, honestly? I mean, you've done a couple yellow. You know eyeshadow what? Tutorials. You know what? Bringing a full circle. I use the color rice paper. I'm not really? even kidding. And that's okay. yep, that's the color that I used in that in that really? Yep. And I didn't talk. It was a silent video. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and those, there was those, like those no those music or anything. It no, was literally. This was back no when sound YouTube at all. videos were bad, though. I mean, the quality of well, there videos wasn't, back there then. There wasn't sound, but the sound was not. The audio wasn't taken down to zero. It was just. It was, <laughs> it just, was like just what was recorded. The silence. Silence. The, like, okay. Just, yeah. Yeah, just
0: like it's very slight brushing. Yeah. Sounds yeah, and like stuff like that.
2: Like living my life, like breathing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a coffee here, there. No. It's like
0: you didn't know the webcam was running.
2: Exactly. And I wasn't looking at the webcam. I, no, I don't look at it at all it's almost like someone put a, a hidden camera in except it was me I put a hidden <laughs> and camera then in. she uploaded it to the internet <laughs> and then i put it up and i got 10 subscribers overnight and i'm like people are weird like, and how
1: long until you she, made your first youtube well, video she didn't Blair. tell me
2: about it for maybe like a week that she had put mm-hmm. up a video and then i remember she came into my room at like 3 a.m she was like i need to make you a username and i was like what? And she was like, I'm going to make you a YouTube account. And I was like, okay. This was after
1: your video posted. You got 10 subscribers. You're like, you're getting in on this. I was
2: like, it's the most fun thing ever. I'm going to film you putting on makeup. And she goes, um, excuse me? No. I was like, you can post videos of you doing things in your bedroom by yourself on the internet, but I'm not going to. (laughs) So she made my, my, Username Juicy Star zero seven. I have her to thank for that. Which now looking back on <laughs> I it, it sounded good. I now,
0: What What was the thought process behind that? She, she asked me.
2: Juicy she was like, she was like, well, what do you want? And like for your username. And she was sitting on the end of my bed, and right like behind her was my coat rack with my Juicy Couture purse. And I was like, I like Juicy Couture. And she was like, okay, Juicy, Juicy Star. And Juicy Star was taken, so we added Juicy but Star 7 yeah. So you
1: go, you go back to college. Well,
2: yeah, and I didn't have a computer anyway to film videos. So for the first year or for the first six months, I would only film like Elle came back for fall break and then Thanksgiving break. And so I filmed a couple videos and then she edited and uploaded them for me, like spaced them out a little bit so that it looked like I could have been doing it. I'm a good big sister. I'm responsible for her channel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But what are your parents thinking at this point?
2: My mom knew about it from the first night. Blair didn't, but my mom did. Like she was in on it. She watched the little yellow eyeshadow look. The night I put it up, she thought it was weird, but she was supportive. Our parents have been supportive since the very, very beginning. Like yeah. weirdly supportive. Like it's a weird thing your kids are doing, especially and, back then because it wasn't a thing. Right. There was no it's reference thing point. now. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't back then. It was How just did it weird. start to catch
1: on? Was it, it was slow, slow growth or something?
2: It was slow, but you know, it wasn't that slow. Like looking back on it, it wasn't that slow. Yeah. Well, I was working at a fast food restaurant this whole time. so because She was on Wiener's. I was. I was the star of the Wiener Grill. What restaurant? It's called Pal's. PALS. It's like basically like the In-N-Out Burger of Tennessee.
1: But they like, make hot Tennessee. dogs. But and we have Wieners. hot dogs.
2: But yeah, when you order it, when you're like on loudspeaker, you have to call out like Wiener. And like she really? was the Wiener girl. What
0: does that do for your reputation in a small town to be the Wiener girl?
2: You know, something she likes. <laughs> no, I mean, really, online were my only like friends. That sounds so sad to say, but like seriously, yeah, like I didn't really have lair. anyone in town that I was like lair. talking to except the people that worked at Pals with me and they were awesome. They were like, yeah. So I was working at the fast food restaurant and I saved up money over the course of the summer and up until Christmas for half of like the price of a MacBook. So then for Christmas, my parents paid the additional money. And so I got my own computer and was able to start making my own videos, which was Really exciting, and for some reason, I was like, "You got really addicted, and you really put the video addicted. every single day for like ninety days, which was like unheard of at this point." And no they one was were doing all, daily videos. Like, I look back at it,
1: and ninety were, days,
2: yeah, they were all really they good videos. videos. Like, they were all like, "How to give yourself a French manicure," and I look back and I can't do it it's to myself still like anymore. Like the best how to do a French manicure video that exists, like that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and I was waking up, but it well, wasn't
1: immediate traction with those. It was just. I mean, it wasn't like the views were going through the roof, or were they?
2: Um, that Yeah, that's when they started to that's get That's when like, Juicy exciting. Star became Juicy Star, was okay. that during that 90 day time period? Okay. That was when she had her rainbow room. And a lot of times when people think of Juicy Star 07, they think of like her in that time period. Yeah. And not what not were to you say thinking? You too young or anything like that.
0: And L, what were I you mean, thinking when, young this, young. when this started taking off? Were you like, well, hold on now a second? I mean, I got you started, but. Uh. Well,
2: I was still like, because I had been doing it for six months before her. So even when this was happening, I was still way above her. She ended up passing me later on. But at this point, it was still like she was – now, also, we didn't mention, we hadn't told anyone we were sisters at this point. Oh, yeah. You two didn't didn't know that we were related. Looking back on it, I don't remember why we did that. Part of me thinks maybe we were trying to be, like, safe on the internet. We were. That's what it was. It It wasn't any reason other than just – also, we didn't think it was going to be a big thing. So we didn't tell people. And then there was a conspiracy that came out, and it was like – Ellen Blair Fowler are the, are the person. new. They're the new lonely girl. They're the same. They're person. the same person. That's what it was. This was right around the time of the lonely girl thing. Yeah. Did you address yeah. it? Yeah, and we were like, we're, we're not, not lonely the same girl. Person, they're like people would be watching my videos and be like, "Last time I saw you, you had blonde hair," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, that wasn't me. That wasn't my channel. That wasn't my video." Like,
0: but you didn't say that was my sister. Not
2: well, yet. No, not yet. But then people started. They they found out. I mean, we lived in the same house, like with the same animals. But you know, what's <laughs> with the same funny? little sister, <laughs> the same animals is funny, but we'd never showed anything outside of our own individual bedrooms. So you wouldn't have known it was the same house necessarily. Yeah. And really, I only showed the cats and you only showed the dogs. I yeah. mean, we could have kept it secret, mm-hmm. except for the fact that we have the exact same voice and we sometimes look like we're wearing a wig in each other's color.
1: Well, this is an interesting thing because having just started to express yourself on YouTube and then finding that you have an audience and finding that you're you're becoming really really popular and that you're starting to become scrutinized you know and this is a good example of it i think it goes even further in terms of criticism which we want to talk about but figuring out what's the what's the line of privacy like even a quick wikipedia search you can kind of see okay people talk about what are their real names mm-hmm. yeah, i mean you tell the story but there's question about well those aren't their real names their legal names are different mm-hmm. and at some point you have to make a decision are we going to address this? Mm-hmm.
2: When we first started, I wanted to be incredibly private. I've like, always I, been a super private I'm person. I'm a private person, but I never did this seeking celebrity in any sense of the word. I wanted to keep my online persona completely separate from my real life persona. And when I started, I didn't know that was unrealistic. I mean, I didn't know what path my, my channel was going to take. Mm-hmm. Blair wasn't like that at all. If she hadn't been my sister, I probably would have been able to keep a lot more things private. A lot of the things that came out about us happened because this one here did interviews where she was like, we're from Kingsport, Tennessee, and our moms are Scott and Melissa Fowler and like all this stuff that like I would have never put out there. If people don't know how to track you, they can't track right. you. Well, this one here made it real easy to track <laughs> us. I mean, you could find our address because of this one here doing interviews. He installed so in
1: so, so L and Blair, the names.
2: So L was my nickname anyway. That was the name I was going by in college. It was short for L for Lisa. And I've talked about how Lisa is my legal name in like yeah. a video a very long time ago. I don't bring it up a lot anymore because at this point, it's controversy that's followed us for six years. Yeah. But – that's how it started and i thought you know what i'm doing this channel i'm not putting my last name out there i'm just going to go by my nickname like why go by lisa when i'm going by l anyway and when for privacy reasons it makes more sense regardless so i went by l and then and i'm glad i did cuz that's what i go by since she had gone by a nickname i was like well i'm going to go by a different name and yep. and Blair was not my nickname before this, just throwing it out there. But I never had gone by my first name, Laura. I had always gone by my middle name Elizabeth. So I've always just had a very odd name she has like, because when she decided to go by Elizabeth, which she was a couple years old when this happened. Yeah, and I told him I would only respond to Elizabeth. I anyways. still mm-hmm. called her Laura for a really long time, but I was the only person that did it. Yeah. And so she always So had you a let weird... her through with Laura. Only her, but yeah. I think I just, I, I don't think we actually talked enough for me to care. We weren't close growing up. Yeah. Which, you know, we were five years apart. We were never in the same school yeah. at the same time. We didn't have any friends that overlapped. And honestly, our personalities weren't ones that made us get along easily. The funny thing is, though, she slept in the same bed as me yeah, her entire child, like her entire like life. Like you until slept together? To yeah. Yeah. Like she had her own bedroom, but she would come and get in bed with me every, every single night, night. until we I went like, to college. We like wouldn't. But really when you were awake, there. you were not. You wouldn't, friends. You wouldn't acknowledge no. it. <laughs> But I was, Isn't that weird? Like well, mom, a little bit. mom brings that up now, and she's like, "That's how I always knew that you guys had potential to be friends one day." Is you guys
1: you clearly like bed.
2: loved each other as sisters? Oh, I was it's just, just, I was just scared of the but dark. But the fact that I let you sleep with me every night when I was like in high school.
1: So was the first relationship initiative when you said, "I'm making a YouTube account for you," and I'm gonna. I did this. Now you need to do it. Is that when you guys started to yeah. be friends?
2: Yep. Yeah, YouTube, but it wasn't until—so we started being friends. Like, she filmed, like, my first couple videos and edited them for me and stuff like that. But we still didn't get along but at still, all. we still, like, even—I wish we had kept the raw footage of those videos because it probably would have been me, like, rolling like, my yeah. eyes at you. And, like, we still weren't really friends, but then— Well, and we put up a sister video together. And you can tell if you watch it now, like we can tell looking back on it, we were How did, not close. We were, we weren't, like, we hmm. weren't even like friends. We, we didn't even have fun filming that video. No, that video was hard to film.
1: But back to the name thing. Whenever you were going by L, then you were like, "Well, I'm going to go by Blair."
2: Yeah. Well, and she was she was older when, like, she was had lived off for two years from our parents. I had just turned fifteen, so when I was starting, it, my parents were like, you know. You are still very young. Yeah, and our parents told her she needed to go by especially they were like, like, since just go I was. by it. they were like, just yeah. go by nickname or screen name, just go by Juicy Star then. And I was like, guys, I'm gonna go by Blair because I'm cool.
1: What was the transition personally? Because well, online as that started to grow, you were only known as Blair. Right. But I feel it, personally like I called
2: you Blair from the day you started your YouTube. Like you I switched from like Laura to Blair. Yeah. And she had never called me
1: and skipped Elizabeth entirely. I never
2: felt comfortable calling her Elizabeth. But I was the only Person. She went by Elizabeth. Yeah. With everyone else in her life at this yeah.
1: point. But everyone now calls you Blair. Yeah. Personally. Everyone. Like your parents.
2: Everyone. Yeah. And it's funny because I actually took a guy home like maybe a year ago. And he ended up like after he had like met my parents and stuff. We were just like sitting watching a movie or something. And he was like, you know, I have to say, I didn't believe you when you told me that your parents called you Blair. And I was like, It kind of made her I, mad. I was like, why would I lie about that? Like mm-hmm. I would have told you're my boyfriend. I would have told you if like <laughs> Yeah, you cause... know, you and know, I'll tell you this. I think for some people, they can look at our name story and think it's weird as heck and be like, I don't understand. There's no way they go by those names in real life. They're, they're not their names. But, but it, the thing is, they, they are, are, first of all. And second of all, our family, like I said, have always been weird with names. Mm-hmm. We're a huge nickname family. Like our youngest sister, I've only called her Jelly Bean, Jelly Bean since her whole life. Was born.
1: Um, well, the interesting thing for me is... The challenge of having to deal with mm-hmm. this—it was uh, hard at perceived first. controversy. It, it was
2: hard at first because people it were saying that we were lying to yeah. our viewers that and we were trying to be someone us. we weren't, and that's not what it was. Yeah, so that's why it made us upset at first. But did like, you,
1: in retrospect, did you handle it correctly?
2: No, I didn't address it for like four years, just because I was like, I did, maybe I did. I don't. I remember. addressed it that first summer. The summer after we started, summer 2009, I was interning for Seventeen Magazine in New York City. And that's the summer that hate started. Like, we didn't have it before then. Um, Because I remember I was living in New York when this hate bubble started. And when it started, it just, like— Exploded.
1: Characterize that hate bubble. What do you mean?
2: Up until that point, we had a really amazing, like, amazing we might have had one comment that was like, "You're ugly, get off the internet," and that was like it you for know, like a I, year I don't, and a half. I don't think I got a single comment like that for the first I year. I think I, was I doing got videos. one that, yeah, like I didn't get any. Like every comment was so nice and we had never been exposed to hate. And it was that summer I was living in New York and I remember starting to get the little trickles of mean Mm -hmm. comments. And once they started, they just exploded. It exploded. Like it turned into this this thing where like everyone who ever wanted to say something mean to me saw someone else do it and said, I'm going to say something mean too. And
1: How did you deal with that, each of you? Oh, it was
2: awful. You? It was yeah. awful. Like, I almost quit that summer.
1: How bad did it get? What did you do? I mean, cried you cried. We cried
2: a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've cried, cried a, a lot, lot and really considered quitting. Well, um, and it's, you have to remember, especially when— It wasn't a career at this point. We weren't really making money off of it. I mean, there was no reason to stay other than that we loved it. That it was fun That's to do. That's the only reason and we the stuck people with that it. like. And I remember I— would say like I would go to school and I was being bullied at school because of it because I hadn't told anyone about it and then 17 magazine did an article on us that came out like two months before I before summer for my sophomore year of high school and I just I hadn't told anyone because I in my mind I thought that they were gonna think I was like trying to brag about it or something like oh like you know I'm doing this and well, and mm-hmm. also, you, but they
1: found out anyway. You well, kind they don't want to talk about it until it yeah.
2: happens, too, because it's like, well, what if it doesn't happen? Yeah. And then, and then yeah. I was like, what if I'm that girl that's like, I'm going to be in a magazine and then it doesn't happen? And then and I was like, I don't want to brag about it anyways, but they ended up finding out. And I remember the day I walked into school and like this huge group of girls came up to me and they were like, you know, we're going to like beat your ass in the lunchroom. And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm that's so I scary. Was like, I was like, okay, like, <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs> like, what's going on? Anyways, Did they? they tried. Yeah. But they, I put my hands up like this and then I ran away and then I ended up, I didn't go back to the lunchroom the entire rest of the two months. I ended up sitting in my fringe teacher's classroom. So I just ate alone in the classroom for the rest of the two months. And then I was allowed to come in five minutes late and leave five minutes early to go get in my car. Cause then they would start waiting at my car.
1: Is that what eventually led to you dropping out of high school? Well, was that related?
2: Yeah, well, I didn't drop out of high school. I became homeschooled. Okay. So, yeah, um, my parents would have never let me drop out of high school. And I wouldn't have wanted to, you know, just for personal reasons. But I became homeschooled because of that. Yes, but also- For junior and senior year. Junior and senior
1: year of high school, yeah.
2: But she finished in one year. Yeah.
1: What component of it was, I'm going to make this a career? Was that even on the table yet? Or Not was yet. it just, I no. cannot be in school? No, it was,
2: just, it was just the amount of like anxiety and fear that I had. And it's funny because actually Elle, had, she wasn't living there at the time. She wasn't experiencing this with me. My mom was. But then we ended up going out to a dinner like two years later with, we have an online shop called Glitzy Glam. And we have, like, 10 employees for it. And we ended up taking everyone out for dinner, like, two years later. And our server ended up, like, being one of the bullies. And we we ended up – we left because yeah. I just, like – just being in her presence was hmm. just scary to me. Like mm-hmm. – and I'm not a physical person. Like, I remember when I came home and I was like, yeah, tomorrow if they come back up to me, I'm going to, like, go like this. And my dad was like, well, if you do that, you're going to break your thumb. So I suggest you, like, <laughs> don't try to hit anyone.
0: First of all, everybody – Everybody on the internet is a target of criticism. Yeah. Uh, but do you think there's something especially about being a beauty vlogger? Yes. That and a, that's what they said. And what, and what is it specifically that you think brings well, that extra criticism? They were saying,
2: who do you think you are trying to teach us how we should be doing like our hair and makeup? Do you think you're that pretty? Do you think you're that cool? Like all that stuff. And I was like, no, I just like it. Like. You know, But I do think that that – putting yourself in that marketplace and stuff, I think that's definitely why you can get more hate Completely. for it. Completely. I believe that. And for some reason, I think Blair and I are still like some of the biggest hate targets in the beauty community. <coughs> and the only reason I can really think why is because we were one of the first ones and we have been easy to hate on for years. We've been easy to hate we're on. We're an easy we, target. Yeah. I mean I would probably hate you you weren't my sister, Thanks, Blair. <laughs> and it wasn't my life. <laughs> I mean, you,
1: do you think there's a difference in the way you come across that invites it more? If you feel like you're getting more hate, is that is that true? I mean, in your when I talking to if you talk to Michelle or if you talk to the you know the other names that you mentioned, can you are I mean, you able to gauge? I wouldn't
2: know what we could do differently because we don't do anything. You know, everyone says that they get it and stuff like that. Like when we talk yeah. to them about it, but I think that. Just personally looking, I just feel like I feel like we're I bigger targets. Like I get it yeah. more. Maybe there's two of us. Maybe it's I don't I don't know. I think Blair gets it more than me, but I yeah. think we get it more than anyone else really in the community.
0: Well, how do you deal with it, and do you, is it worth it?
2: It's so it's worth it, it, which is why we're still doing it six yeah. years later. I just had my sixth YouTube birthday. Woo, me too. Yeah, she did too.
1: I've noticed with prank channels, they seem to be getting laughs at people's expense. You'll see that they start to do the type of pranks that say, see, I'm not that bad of a person. See how I help this person? Do you feel like that You there's some sort of PR thing that you could do to say I'm, you know, just kind of put yourself out there more. No, if be- you if you cried in a vlog and people felt knew how it hurt you, would they lay off? Is it because
2: no, s- we've kind of done that before? We've mentioned that it's it's hard before, and they're like, "Well, then why are you still doing it? Yeah, get off! Why, if you, why if are you, if are you can't it? take the heat, get you out the it. Is
1: Is it worth it?
2: Yes, absolutely, without a doubt. It's Our worth lives it. would be so different, and it's. But that aside. I think the question really comes down to that first summer, 2009, when we first started getting hate. We weren't being paid yet. So we didn't have, like, it's my career and this is my livelihood and all that argument backing it up. It was purely a question of do we like this enough to deal with all of this hate? Mm -hmm. And we did. We stuck with it.
0: What has been the net effect of dealing with that type of criticism it's just it, now, now you've got uh, a perspective that this is just part of the deal if we're mm-hmm. going to do this mm-hmm. this is what we're this is part of it but and you've you're seem to be in a good place with how you deal with that but it obviously has affected you in some way like how do you think you're different because of the criticism that you've received over we've the years we've grown
2: a really thick skin we've grown a thick skin and i think it also we are really good at pepping each other up if we see the mm-hmm. other one needs it like we might joke about how like you know, we don't live together anymore and like stuff like that. Like, but we're like, we joke about how we were bad roommates, but living together is what bonded us so much. It is. Yeah. And then we can be joking. And if she's like, I just don't feel like filming today, stuff like that. And, you know, there are times where I'm like, then don't just go Sit get in the bubble and watch bath a movie. and movie Go get a tattoo with me. Let's get drunk. But I can also tell when there are times that we do need to push each other. And she's a really good pep talk giver. She'll come over. She'll be like, you're still pretty. I could be an inspirational speaker.
0: One of the things that, that we've noticed is that the vast majority of YouTube comments can be just frustrating. But then every once in a while, there's something that you read and you're like, I don't like that. But you know what? There's some truth in that.
2: Mainly ones that obviously the ones that are like, you should go kill yourself and you're so ugly, all those sort of things like. I'm not obviously going to listen to those, but I get a lot of constructive criticism. Like you shouldn't pump your mascara wand like that before you put your mascara on. It puts bacteria like back into the tube, like things like that. A lot of people are like, then we'll jump on them and be like, that's so mean. Why would you say that? But then I look at it and I'm like, thank you for telling me that. So like constructive criticism, I definitely take away like a lot of good things from, but it's just the straight out mean comments. But I've also said a lot of times, I don't actually think that we should call them haters. There are haters out there, but for the most part, I feel like a lot of mean comments on YouTube are just people with different opinions that have a rude way of saying it. Or Mm -hmm. they're just having really bad days. Yeah. Or they're just unhappy people. Sprinkle of Glitter was talking to us recently and she made a really good point. She was saying, you know, when you're having a great day and- You are just, like, so happy and everything's going so well in your Mm -hmm. life. You don't find the need to be hateful. But if you're just having a really crappy day. Or if you're just a very unhappy person. And you're sitting there and you're watching and you're like, that's wrong and that's wrong. And that person, like, is doing this wrong and stuff. Like, you want to expel it tear someone get... down
1: to build yourself up
2: exactly yeah. and it is as true. a result so it's almost mm-hmm. sad when you read those comments because you have to think you like what know are they going through. yeah you do like, like you, you never know through. someone's family life and you stuff. know what six years ago when we got a mean comment it was the end of the world it and, and now cry. we can read 30 of the meanest comments in a row and i, I yeah know. like it's kind they, of sad it's How? kind of sad that our skin has gotten so tough with it because it's almost like it means we've been exposed to so much hate that we're like numb to it now, which is actually kind of sad, but it works in our favor because we have to deal with it all the time.
1: By virtue of the type of content you create, I mean, a lot of it is focused on how you present yourself to other people. So, it's, I mean, it's by definition external in a lot of ways. How do you think your content contributes to how girls think about their self-image?
2: Well, we're very open with our viewers. I mean, we talk about we, – we have bad days and – you know, we're definitely trying to show confidence on the inside and the outside that we aren't doing these, like, makeup videos to show you how you can be prettier or something like that. We want to show you how you can enhance feel your natural feel. Yeah. Like, feel enhance better. Enhance your natural features and feel Feel better, like walk with a little more, more competent. pep in your step. And if that doesn't give you an extra pep in your step, then you don't need then to spend why an extra. wake 30 up an minutes. hour and a half early, because yeah. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah, I feel better when I'm wearing but makeup. But I, yeah, like it genuinely makes me like just have a better day. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that might be for to like teach like stupid people how to, to say, but like, well, I think it's a personality thing. Not yeah. every girl that exists out there is going to watch our videos. And feel like if I spent an hour doing that every day, I feel like my life would be happier. But it really does make every aspect of my day I, like, love happier. getting up in the morning and yeah. making a cup of coffee and, like, doing my hair and makeup. It's well, my the hair hour and makeup is like, fun, first of all. Yeah. But then you feel confident all day. Yeah. Even if you don't look that good that day. I mean – Sometimes we do our makeup and we still don't look that good, but it's not about how you look as much as like you feel like, okay. And it's like a routine. I put my hour in and now I feel I look the best I can. I'm like Superman with my little costume on.
1: I would imagine that you get criticism on what you're focusing so much on the external. What about what about the inside? Yeah, you but know, the thing I, is, I don't
2: really get that. I don't I yeah. don't really get that either. And you know, we could do videos where we talk about like the charities that we donate to and stuff like that. we don't because that is something that we feel like if you were to do that like it's just kind of showing like oh look how good of a person i am i actually don't really get criticism for yeah that. and i really yeah i don't really get that
0: having established yourself uh with the type of content that you do do you ever feel like trapped by the genre do you want to try other things
2: yeah but no we, because we, can. we kind of can do anything yeah Because we do do what we want to do. Like if we want a daily vlog, we daily vlog. If we want to do a book review, we do that. If we want to do a video that's 30 seconds long on my cat running around, I put that on the internet. And And how
0: do people respond to that?
2: They love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because from the very beginning, we've done that, though. We've yeah. never put ourselves just in We've never pigeonholed ourselves into yeah. one type of video. We've always been a little bit more like just anything in Ellen Blair's world that we want to put on there, we do.
1: So, so you do right. have the freedom to create different types of content or yes. different types of videos that you can connect with your audience in different ways. Oh, you said earlier, I could be a motivational speaker. You know, when you were talking about... Uh, when when her. Blair needs that pep talk and you're there for each other to deal with that, has anyone prescribed to you, you know what, you should also make videos that address the internal.
2: I've been requested to do advice videos before. And the reason that I haven't done them is because I just feel like who am I to really give them advice on the inside? I don't know. It's kind of one of those, like, who am I to give them advice on the outside either? I don't know. But If they want to learn from me how I put on my makeup, like I'll teach them that. I just feel like giving advice on how someone should live their life. I almost feel like I don't have the authority to do that unless I knew them in real life and I knew their situation, but that's why I've never done it. I just feel like, who am I to sit there and be giving advice We've also been really careful from the very beginning. We've always said, you know, we've never had any sort of professional training on this or anything like this is how we do it. This Mm -hmm. isn't maybe how you're supposed to do it. We might do it really wrong. Yeah. And we're not the best. We've never been the best. We've never claimed to be the best. We never will be the best. No.
1: On the internet, there's there's this value of being transparent, and it, the more you can connect with your audience, the more people eat that type of stuff up. Uh, there's certainly people of all ages who are just gushing about whatever their opinions are and their yeah. perspectives. Um, but there may be people who are thinking, when you give advice about the external, there is an opportunity to be honest about what's going on on the inside too. If your self-image is not tied up totally in how effective your makeup makes you happy, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I am I guess I'm asking the question, is there more to the picture of what makes up your personal self-image that there might be potential for you to share that with your audience just as food for thought? Not, yeah. okay, here's my advice of how you should view yourself.
2: I mean, we try to put a little bit of that in our videos, but I think as of now, we're not doing like full videos focused on that. We could, but we just haven't yet.
1: I guess it would require a number of things, not the least of which is a vulnerability that is your right to not not have to go there. Yeah. I guess I was curious if you ever got that feedback. People said, well, you've got these girls watching you and they're eating up all of your advice related to makeup. Anything you say, they're going to they're gonna take it to heart. So give me that motivational speech about... I mean, what I matters that, is your. What matters is what's on the inside.
2: I've talked to them before kind of loosely about, like, the bullying thing. And I gave a little bit of advice on that. And I did get a good feedback of people saying, like, I didn't even realize I was a bully. That, like, what I was saying could mm-hmm. be hurting someone in that way and stuff. So I think we do little things like that. But, I mean, yeah, no, we haven't done, like, full videos on yeah, advice. Yeah, and I think and, you bring up a good point with the privacy thing for me is I've never... Really, I've never talked about relationships. I've never really brought friendships into my YouTube channel. And I've, I i would have never brought my family into it was it not for this one doing it first. Mm-hmm. It's hard because it's like if I was just beauty and fashion, then I could say, well, I've always just said I'm only going to do beauty and fashion. But that's not true because I kind of do anything I want if I want to put up a video of my cat. It's hard. I don't really know where the line is, even for myself. That's I've always question. just kind of been a little bit of an open book. Yeah. <laughs> Except lately I haven't been putting relationships online because after I did that the first time, it, yeah. I us yeah, well, let's, let's talk about that. to.
1: <laughs> relationships. Yes, with Sawyer, that's what you're yeah. referring to. Yeah. So in retrospect,
2: well, what I would mean, you have done
1: differently? Well, what Sawyer happened?
2: wasn't a YouTuber when they first started dating, first of all. I mean, I didn't even tell him I was a YouTuber. I told him I worked in beauty marketing because— that's kind was, of our go-to if someone's not in the YouTube space. So you started dating yeah. him, and
1: then it. you got so it, you got him. You got Sawyer Harmon into YouTube.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Well, he hadn't done it for like the first six months of us dating or something. So
1: you're still friends.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Oh. Mm. Or. Okay.
2: I mean, yeah we we just did a collab video together where he right. um, he spit a lot of water in my face. How was that? I was sick for a week afterwards. So gross. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't
1: <laughs>
0: from him.
2: I mean, I don't know if it was from him, but I was sick for a week after.
1: Yeah, draw your own conclusion. Mine was gross. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so, uh, uh,
0: you he know. He was carrying something. That's what I thought.
2: L- Elle told me, you know, be careful putting, like, a relationship like that online. I'll tell you this. I've never openly talked about any relationship I've been in in the six years I've been on YouTube. In fact, a lot of my viewers are convinced I've never had a boyfriend. Or a lesbian. Which is very, yeah, yeah, which is very untrue. Just
1: a little bit of searching. I find that, okay, they say you've got a boyfriend.
2: I I do have a boyfriend. And
1: you're in his videos. and
2: I mean, she tries to be very private about her. Okay, that's a weird exception because he's also public- But I will say that we kept things very hush-hush for a very, very long time. I don't know. Anyway, um, but I'm talking about back when she was with Sawyer. At this point, I had had three boyfriends in that time period, none of which I had breathed a word about on YouTube. So when she started dating Sawyer, he wasn't a YouTuber. He wasn't in the world. Well, and I did not tell YouTuber Twitter about him. He did. So I'll just throw that out there. I don't remember that. All I remember is giving her advice— to keep it off the internet because that's how I had done it, and that was just my big sister advice. And it was really and my now first, you're like, trying real to take that advice now,
1: but it's difficult.
2: Okay, but the music video thing was done as a that was yeah that was just that a friend was just thing. a friend thing. It's complicated. Oh, and it, and that turned we've been into a relationship for a very long time.
0: You make a music video with somebody, and next thing you know, you're it's more serious.
2: We have a really right? long history. Me and him, we've been friends for a very very long time. I was in his music video as a a friend, as a maid. Yeah. Yeah. I was as a maid that makes out with him, I, I was his friend in that music video. I thought
0: it was a documentary. I'm sorry. <laughs> now but now it's interesting because we have talked to many people at this table about the about this issue, right? This whole relationships and YouTube, and you ha there's this weird thing because as YouTubers, we're all more open uh, with our personal lives than a typical celebrity would be, right? Right. But at the same time. You usually know more about celebrity relationships than you do with YouTubers because they tend to be more restrictive about that particular part of their lives. Do you feel like there is, I mean, just like Link said, I mean, a little bit of searching and you can find out what everybody is saying about your your current relationship.
2: Yeah, and that's the first time that you've ever been able to really do that with Elle with the exception of like one person. Because I have always dated people completely out of the public eye. So it's very easy to keep it completely secretive when the other person isn't a YouTuber or a celebrity. Yes. They're just normal people. Every single boyfriend I've had in the past, you can't find any pictures because I have a personal Facebook that's private.
0: Are you concerned about that relationship now that it's public?
2: I mean, it's public, but it's still very private. Like, they don't really know. I've never confirmed it. Yeah. I think you just
1: confirmed it. it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, Um, you haven't confirmed it. I've never confirmed it. That's fair. We'll go with that.
2: Well, and then I think, like, with Sawyer, he kind of, Claimed himself. I remember when he tweeted something that was like, yes, for those asking, I am dating at Juicy Star 007. And I remember thinking, you have like seven followers, and not a single one asked you that. So I don't know. How. I looked at all of their Twitter pages. I was I, no like, one asked I'm you pretty that. Pretty sure. No one had any idea. But then he did decide to start a YouTube channel, and he's done very well with it. I will say he has worked very hard yeah. to get it where it is yeah but since the, because I've had that public relationship since trying to date then and I'm single right now painfully and so if you guys like know anyone like I'm, I'm single and ready to mingle you know <laughs> we get it Blair
0: <laughs> <Noted>. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm very fertile uh,
2: I think yeah. I, mean, I don't know
0: but you might get a few tweets for that <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> I have childbearing hips. I mean, I'm just saying. Like I would.
0: You okay. want to start a family? <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Actually.
2: Yeah, I do. Yesterday. But anyways. Trying to date? You really do? Then, yeah, yeah. She like it's can't really think weird straight right now. It's like <laughs> really odd that I've like I honestly believe I was put on this earth to be a mother. And you like want to get wife. pregnant? Oh yeah, she does. I mean, yeah, I want to oh, be yeah. married first. But She's like, wanted <laughs> to be pregnant for like when years. I like when my mom got pregnant. I was only nine years old, <laughs> yeah. and I remember being wow. really jealous. Yeah. I'm not sure I knew where babies came from, but like I was really upset that she was pregnant, and like, I wasn't. The stork hadn't brought her a baby. Right.
1: Yeah. You're still getting a lot of tweets at this point. But they're from a different demo. Yeah.
2: Okay. I all I'm saying is you that might have some
0: volunteers. If you guys that's know all I'm anyone saying.
2: single that is actually a good person? We'll talk after. Good father. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Well, like would be a good father. I mean, that like cute. That's like, like my number. Jeans. That's like my number one thing. Like when I go on a first date, I scare so many guys away because <laughs> I ask does. them, I'm like, "Do you want kids?" When and then do you she want says, them? "When?" And do they're you want like, kids? "You realize you're 21?" And I'm like
1: um yeah, let's okay. say you met you went on a date blind date with someone tomorrow night okay. give me a time give me a timeline
2: yeah i i can't i can't figure out if you're being serious yet bedroom. it's not on give chalkboard. me the it's for reals <laughs> <laughs> in her bedroom timeline first um first date tomorrow
1: night with jake first let's date call with him jake. jake
2: okay um you know it would probably be a little while until we became boyfriend girlfriend like probably like two months is right right less for you are you kidding so say like two months. This is going to be really creepy. Um, then I want to date for about two years before we get engaged. So say it's August 1st. So two months will be – it's not August 1st. But let's say it is. Okay. Uh, October. Okay. October 1st. October 1st. So then we could get engaged like fall of 2016. And then – I need a year to be engaged, but I could I could take it down a couple months if I wanted to get married in seven. And, yeah. and then nine months after that. No, no, I don't. Baby. I don't want a honeymoon baby. I would I would want to be married for at least a year before I get pregnant and just like travel with my husband and stuff. So realistically, You're be like thirty. Yeah, no. Realistically, I'm not going to be having my first baby until like 26 if I met someone tomorrow night. So that's why I'm saying like I really need to get on this because okay. it's already been since All I was right. like nine years. You old. should just go on married at first sight. Uh,
1: so, L, well, how do you feel?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, how do how do
1: you relate to this? what What's your what's your uh, baby making plan?
2: I definitely we, want kids. I want yeah. like three or four. But I am. I don't have a timeline like she does.
0: Okay, you're gonna just let it happen.
2: Yeah. yeah. I I've never been that kind of person. She's always been that kind of person. That's I've like, always been. I that mean, kind it'll of person. happen. Like I've had my life planned since I was like nine. Yeah. I just and think this it was happen. not in the cards, guys. Like, I should be married by now, actually.
1: Well, listen, uh, we wish you the best in that <laughs> <laughs> and in general. Your quest. I, you know, uh, it, it's been really cool getting to know you and being left behind the curtain of
0: uh, beauty vlogging guru-dom. Yeah. To have Is it the weird du-
2: having us on
0: here? No, it's great. We had the double-sided tape pulled back and, well... Yeah. I oh, guess did ma- you? Ma- no. The double-sided tape doesn't pull back. <laughs> <laughs> now and now
1: you need to sign the table. Thanks for coming in.
2: Awesome, I thank you. It.
1: There it was, our conversation with the Fowler sisters, Elle and Blair.
0: I gotta say, uh, I'm not feeling too good about this makeup situation. I'm talking about our personal makeup situation. Oh, you're still you're the still back time. there. Yeah, the, the whole time we talked to them after. They mentioned the bacteria laden pad that we've been applying to each other's faces. Not just to <laughs> our faces, but we've been sharing. Well, it. I've been applying it to my own face.
1: We don't like <laughs> reach across and like apply it to each other's face. I'm not your makeup artist, and vice versa. But I
0: think it's important to note that we've been doing that for years. Not not with the same makeup. I mean this this particular pad that we've been sharing for <laughs> is probably this is probably a three or four month pad.
1: Could have been a year, man. maybe, but maybe I don't it. know.
0: But I'm I'm saying. Even back in the early days of uh high digital eight cameras when we knew that we weren't supposed to be shiny and we went to Kerr Car Drug and or Rite and, and and got some makeup, mm-hmm. we've been sharing we've been sharing some makeup, brother.
1: It, yeah. We might need to rethink that. And I remember going there to have to to buy like a replacement it's like well what shade do you get well i got the tan summer shade and then i got the winter paler shade yeah right and but i still cannot make sense
0: and what do you do, do you, so
1: cuz I mean, you're you you're in the women's face, section
0: you put your face up next to it and guess if you, if you match <laughs> yeah we but, we know so little but we but,
1: there's we, not a and there's not a men's makeup section just you know for like hair dye there's a just for men yeah, section yeah, there needs to be a and, man's
0: makeup section and
1: it probably works no different than the women's men's hair dye, but they just market it to men and they put it on a different aisle so that men don't crap their pants when they have to make a decision well, about ne- coloring their all, hair. You
0: know, it, for men, it needs to be the makeup section needs to be way smaller and it just needs to be of co- uh, yeah. It needs to be this machine that you walk up to and it takes a picture of your face and then it just tells you what you're supposed to get.
1: That should be in LA. I mean, with all the guys wearing makeup out here, <laughs> there should be like a like a red box for men's makeup.
0: Boy, I don't should. think
1: you can justify
0: more than that, but it's like a but photo booth. But it needs booth. to be a booth that you can't see a guy in there because he would be ashamed.
1: It's like going like going to a strip club <laughs> or something. Yep. There's like a, a wall that you have to park behind yeah, or something. Yeah, right, yeah. So you park behind a wall and then you get in a booth and get makeup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll continue to work on that. The Fowler sisters are gonna continue to work on uh, this beauty and fashion empire that they have created. Yeah, let them know
1: what you think of the Ear Biscuit Tweet at them, L Fowler,
0: and
1: Blairs is Juicy Star 7 uh, So let them know what you think. Hashtag earbiscuits. Also let us know.
0: Yes, and uh, we look forward to you being with us next week. We do not wear makeup while we do Ear Biscuits. I do want to make that clear uh, because you don't see us and have uh, not an ounce of makeup on right now. Proud to say it and proud to say I won't next week.